0: Live from Studio 67 in Florida's Capital County, it's time to be factish.
1: Access granted.
2: Good afternoon, fact. It is the end of week six. This is Jeff Scala here in the Studio 67 with Bob
3: McKee and the fact analysts. Hey everybody, great to be through week six. Just three more weeks to go when all the funny stuff starts happening.
2: And we are in the middle of the budget process. Welcome back to Fackish. This is a special budget edition of Fackish Bob. So what do you think we're going to be talking about? Money, 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 money. All right. And we're going to do a little whip around and introduce everybody. And of course, we've got a question of the week and it's in the middle of the Winter Olympics. You know, this doesn't happen that often. So our question of the week is what is your favorite Winter Olympic sport? You know, we're all from Florida, so it's going to be interesting. Shiloh, what do we got?
4: Well, sorry to let you down, but I don't have cable, so I do not have a Winter Olympic sport.
3: Come on, say skiing at least. You know they ski. You know they ice skate. I'm not gonna but lie.
2: I, I gotta, I gotta thank you. You're cheering for Team USA, regardless, right?
4: I plead the fifth.
3: Okay. Ooh. Just because you're not watching doesn't mean you don't have a favorite sport. Sarah, what's our favorite Winter Olympic sport?
1: So I actually haven't really been watching a lot this year either, but I'm more of a summer Olympic gal. But if I had to choose, I like the half pipe, snowboarding. And I yeah, Sean White. I like skiing, figure skating, and speed skating is always fun. Third
0: analyst, Jared. I'm going to give a little love to uh, the bobsled. Uh, I saw Ooh. a picture of uh, the, the pipe that uh, they go down and it is like a 90 degree angle. It is unbelievable. They it's like, are crazy. It is awesome. like sliding on the wall right here. I mean, it's it it's insane. And it's not just bobsled. They've got,
2: you know, skeleton and luge, you know, yeah. head first, 70 miles an hour. It's terrifying. They're I'm, insane. I'm bob crushed. Them. That's my sport because <laughs> it's named after me. <laughs> Do you like the bobsled, the team
3: bobsled, or do you like the mono
2: bob? bob? Another
3: week of stepping I, on bobs toes. I think <laughs> mono bob is a new sport. You know, I like to bob along alone. So every once in a while, it's not bad to move into new bob territory with the mono bob sled. It's luge.
2: That's right, Bob. That's right. And, and, you know, I love cheering for the miracle on Ice Team USA Hockey, but. I've been obsessed with the curling. And, you do you know, think
3: you could have been a sweeper? Well, you gotta sweep, you could gotta curl, you, you gotta curl, you gotta be both. How long do you have to train to sweep? You gotta go hard. No, the same person doesn't throw as the sweeper. It's a separation of duties. Well, maybe I'd be the skip,
2: maybe not. I know Team USA is going for a medal this weekend, so I'll be watching that. And you know, like we said, this is a special budget edition of
3: Fakish. So we're we're going to get to it. I think we've got one big thing, Bob, right? Yes, we do. And let me do the first one big thing as the overview of the process.
2: Let's hear it, Bob. One big thing.
3: All right. The biggest thing this week was the House and the Senate passed their budgets off the floor. The House is hosting this session. And so the Senate, the House sent their bill over to the Senate. The Senate stripped off the substance of the house bill put their bill on it and sent it back to the house the next step in the process is for allocations to be developed into each of the budget areas and conferees to be named that all happens up at the fourth floor level between the speaker and the president and while we'll get glimpses of that we'll know when they announce it
2: yeah and of course they've got them off the floor when do we think next next week, Bob? they're going to be going to conference.
3: Does that look likely? You know, next weekend. We're uh, we going to have any days off. Well, we'll find out when they get to a meeting of the minds. This process is where it tends to bog down until they can agree on how much they're willing to spend in total and in each committee. Uh, excuse me, it's each uh, budget area, we really won't know. Sometimes they come out the next day. Sometimes it falls into a hole. And 10 days, two weeks later, we'll have allocations out. So it really just depends upon how the chambers negotiate at this point. And, of course, you know, normally on fac we do a rundown
2: of all the bills. But, you know, this week, you can find all those bills, as always, in our legislative bulletin that, that comes out each week. So we're going to get to it. We're gonna hear from all three analysts. It's gonna be on the budget. So, we're gonna kick it over to Sarah to start us off with All
1: right, here we go. So the House and Senate proposed budget for this fiscal year is approximately 105.3 billion in the House and 108.6 billion in the Senate. Health and Human Services received the largest portion of funding for the House and Senate's proposed budgets, totaling approximately $47.1 billion in the House and $47.9 billion in the Senate. All educational programs and services combined received the second largest amount of funding, totaling $28 billion $4 billion respectively and finally natural resources, environmental issues, growth management and transportation expenditures received the third largest portion of the House and Senate proposed budgets with funding totaling $17 billion and $17.9 billion respectively and the proposed general revenue expenditures for the house and senate equal approximately 39.2 billion and 41.7 billion while trust fund expenditures total approximately 66.1 billion and 66.9 billion respectively so a lot of numbers and i believe this is the largest budget in state history is that correct Bob? proposed budget big money biggest ever, ever
2: right big budget featuring big biden bucks and you know this comes over uh, the governor's recommended uh, budget you know he had his budget request come in back in
3: december mm-hmm. and uh the house and senate they said no 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 we, we want even more money well usually the governor's budget doesn't include member projects and other things to take home the district um so he doesn't propose those the legislators come up with those great ideas for take-home projects on their own and, and bob what about the things that we didn't see in the
2: budget? You know that the the governor, you know, had asked for. I think there was the the, the gas tax.
0: Yeah, the gas tax
3: holiday has not showed up in let's say process at all. Um, unfortunately, there was a hundred million dollars for uh, rural infrastructure grants that also did not make either the house. We'd like or to Senate see projects. that one. You know that, that would go one. a long way
2: on broadband and and, and water uh, and sewer projects in rural areas. Absolutely. All right. We're going to move forward. Now that we've heard the big budget highlights, we're going to move into the next section of the budget. And Jared, you know
0: what it is? Thank you, Jeff. As uh, Sarah touched on, it is Health and Human Services that is commanding the biggest portion of the budget this year. Uh, This includes about $1.03 billion billion for community substance abuse and mental health services in the House version, and $950 million uh, for the same over in the Senate. Uh, As far as state juvenile detention uh, shared costs for the counties, that's looking like about $62 million on both sides. Um, shifting gears over to affordable housing uh, the state housing initiatives partnership program or ship is getting 202 million dollars from the house and 209 from the senate uh, while the state apartment incentive loan program or sale is getting 65 million from the house and a whopping 128 million from the senate
2: Yeah, and and Bob, let's just back up a little bit. We're we're talking big budget highlights and, of course, county priorities for uh, all the folks back home. Um, Jared touched on affordable housing. Uh, What do you think we're gonna be seeing here as uh, we go through uh, the conference process?
3: Well, I think first, uh, first and foremost, the bill last year that prevented the sweeps from the trust funds, uh, uh, they can't sweep it from the back of the budget. The numbers are pretty far apart on the sale loan. Uh, I think one thing that's um, important for everyone to understand, these are funded through documentary stamp tax and documentary stamp tax collections reached a peak in 21, 22 and so the 22 23 come down it was about 4.4 4 billion it's dropping to about closer to 3.5 and they don't get back to that uh, over that 4.4 4 billion level until like 2034 don't know if i'll be on the podcast then but uh i think so but you know well, Be a little bit more optimistic there bob so uh you, you got a long podcast career and, and the amount that the House is funding looks more, on the sales side, looks more like what's going into the trust fund in the next year. So there may be some balance in there in the trust fund that the Senate's spending out of. But I think it's, it's fair to expect if the current forecast comes to fruition that uh, uh, funding in these two programs is likely to be uh, um, around that level for the uh, years to come. Thank you, Bob, and we're gonna move right along Done health and human
2: services. I think we're going to water world environment. Shiloh, what do we got for? Alright,
4: so we have lots of updates for all of the water quality and environment for the septic to sewer and stormwater improvements the house and senate allocate roughly 116 million and 125 million respectively so these funds are going to provide a grant program to local government agencies and then we had the drinking water facility grants which the house and senate budgets allocated both 133.1 million for fixed capital outlay construction costs for drinking water facilities and then for the wastewater treatment facility construction grants the house and senate budgets allocated 2 million for fixed capital outlay construction costs toward wastewater treatment facilities. Then, in water quality enhancement and accountability, the House and Senate also allocated the same amount of $10.8 million for increased water quality monitoring. And For the total maximum daily loads, the House allocated $50 million for that section, while the Senate allocated only half at $25 million. For the harmful algal blooms, the House allocates $15.6 and the Senate allocates $10.6 for innovative technologies and short-term solutions to address those
3: important issues for freshwater bodies. Now now that's trying to get rid of harmful algal, and they're not trying to fund it. Exactly. So. Yes, we're funding you. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks for the clarification. And it sounded like they're really pouring dollars into the water bucket.
4: There can always be more.
3: Yes, Bob, I think water is overflowing. Is that what you're trying to get It's It's uh, finally getting its due.
4: Well, over in the Springs Restoration, the House and Senate proposed budgets allocated 50 million from the Land Acquisition Trust Fund for Springs Restoration projects and land acquisition to protect our natural springs. For alternative water supplies, the House allocates $50 million and the Senate allocates only $40 million to the water supply and water resource development grant program to help communities plan for and implement conservation, reuse, and other water supply and water resource development projects. For Everglades restoration, we had $388.6 million in the House and $432 million in the Senate. For Florida Forever programs, we had $100.7 million in the House and $100 million in the Senate. For the Florida Recreation Development Assistance Grants, we did not have an allocation in the House, but for the Senate, we had 10.7 million. For the Beach Management Funding Assistant Program, the House and Senate proposed budgets allocated 50 million and 58.6 million respectively. So that is going to help with local governments and non-state entities for their beach programs and then for the resilient coastline initiative the senate allocates roughly 8 million to assist local governments with sea level rising and coastal resilient projects and this was not included in the house budget proposal then we have the resilient florida trust fund and program the house allocated 271 million and the senate allocated 100 million to the department of environmental protection for the statewide flooding and sea level rise resilience plan The House and Senate both allocate 20 million for planning grants to fund pre-construction activities. In addition, the House allocates 2.9 million for migrating and upgrading the sea level impact project or SLIP study tool. And so this is going to help regional living, shoreline restoration, suitability modeling, and sea level rise modeling. Lastly, we have the mosquito control programs, which are the House and Senate proposed budgets are of 2.7 million. And in the world of rural appropriations, the Rural Infrastructure Fund was allocated 5 million to support local rural infrastructure projects such as broadband roads, oh, I'm sorry, broadband roads, storm and wastewater systems and telecommunications facilities in both the House and Senate. And then we had the Rural Community Development Revolving Loan program which is allocated 1.17 million from the house and senate to aid local governments with access to financial assistance to further promote their economic viability in rural communities
2: wow that is a list it is you know water you know let's just backtrack a little bit septic to sewer drinking water wastewater treatment springs beach renourishment sea level rise planning, florida forever
3: Conservation land buying—that—that that, what a what a rundown of funds, Bob. That's just amazing stuff. And you know, in that list that Charlotte went through, is my favorite budget acronym. And Furdap. That, that is Furdap. Oh, FURDAP. Furdap. It's so much fun to say. Can everybody say it? Furdap. And for those that for don't know, know
2: Ferdap, you know, funding for for local parks and recreational uh, uh, opportunities. But you know, I do want to talk about one in here, and and that's Brazilian Florida, along with the wastewater treatment facility grants. And and Bob was talking about it a little bit earlier as we were as it related to affordable housing. So last year we had Senate Bill twenty five twelve that set up the new doc stamp process uh, for how to distribute. The funds for these huge buckets of uh, of money for to, to fund three main areas: affordable housing, the wastewater treatment grants, and then resilient Florida. And they're getting funded into the hundreds of millions of dollars each year uh, just for resiliency. The governor's put together his statewide resiliency plan, three-year planning horizon, a lot of local projects. We've done a data point, another data point plug that uh, Shiloh had, Shiloh and and the whole oh, US team worked on. Bob uh you know this is something that we're gonna see each year uh, it's going to be a huge
3: portion of the budget these are great opportunities going forward good um, you know this was the commitment last year to take the dollars that were going into the trust funds for affordable housing but that were never actually spending there and instead putting these towards those water problems uh, programs and water issues and I think um, also when you step back this these three programs came out of in were created out of just the doc stamp distribution to affordable housing that was there previously that, again, had not gotten spent for that purpose. The rest of doc stamps, there's a share that goes to GR, it's about 25% of the doc stamp, but uh, um, it also funds Florida Forever, it's yeah, got the money it's for the Everglades, sort of it Forever,
2: is, the wildlife corridor, yeah. the, there, there's a lot going in uh, on the environmental transportation growth budget. As, you know, the monster silo of a bunch of different things, including DEO. Uh, you know, DEO, hopefully getting some more uh, funding for broadband. Uh, we'll be
3: tracking that uh, as we go through conference, as we say. All right. And just a couple little things, uh, excuse me, for little counties, for small counties out there. We have uh, Scop and Scrap. Scop can't, and Scrap. Can't forget. 80, yeah. Can't, forget. can't scrap Scop. We can't scop Scrap. The. Uh, Scop 85.2 million, scrap 27.7 million, um, and uh, there's also uh, a, a distribution in the back of the budget to cover the um, conservation lands uh, distribution to fiscally constrained counties that for the that constitutional amendment that was insufficiently funded in last year's budget.
2: There's only one more conforming bill we want to make sure that everybody back home. Is paying attention to, and that is Senate Bill. Are you gonna drone on? Let me, do, yeah, let me get on with it. Senate Bill, Senate Bill 2512 on aircraft, but we're gonna talk about drones. This bill revises DMS's rulemaking authority relating to the approved list of manufacturers from which governmental agencies may purchase drones, to require the department to update the list annually and to provide waivers to governmental agencies under certain circumstances and that last portion on the waiver is what's really important i want to make sure that all the local governments that have spent money to procure drones don't have to throw those drones or discontinue those drones so we're going to be watching that the the house has not accepted that language uh, to date but we will continue to, uh, to look for it that was our one big thing this week bob I know we've got some announcements to get to. It was a fun week, you know. My, my, you know it's budget time, committees, late-filed amendments, strike calls. You know, I had to testify three times yesterday. Marathon, Bob. <laughs> he, he just, you just wind him up. He's an energizer bunny. He'll keep going and going and going. Well, we'll see. You got three more weeks to go. So announcements this week. We, we had uh, Clay County Day up in the Capitol. There were there were Oceans Day, Wildlife Corridor Day. And Sarah, I think
3: there was some other kind of day, right?
1: There was Gator Day at oh, the Capitol. could forget? Gator <laughs> Day. Gator Week, per se.
3: What, what what happened during Gator Week?
1: Good question, because I was in D.C. for NACO's legislative That's right. You know, there was also
2: and the NACO. Yes, festivals. we had NACO. you um, know the fact team got, got some love up there at NACO and, and uh, you know. And, and some appointments. Some positions. Was it too cold, Sarah?
1: It was very cold, but it was a fantastic time. We all went to Arlington Cemetery and participated in a le- wreath uh, laying ceremony uh, with all the executive committee for our commissioners. So it was very special. Learned a lot about federal funding opportunities going on, heard from agency leaders, participated in policy steering committees. So we had a blast, and we can't wait for annual in uh, the summer.
3: Good,
2: good good times at good conferences, good people from all across the U.S. But not of a. a Super
1: Bowl win for the Bengals. No and Bengals. our commissioners no. were upset about no, that. I think, no. you know, we, I
2: think we need to give a shout out to, to Eddie the Eddie prophetic Labrador. Eddie Labrador. Eddie Labrador. Uh, uh, he,
3: he was right. It was Cooper Cup and uh, Matt yeah. Stafford for the it, win. He, he even called the, the play. And really the last drive they rammed it home. Alright. Bob I'll, I'll let
2: you have the closing out quote. Let, let's hear it because right. they're, they're, the puns are it's too much. What's our quote? How are we going to get well, out of here? This one's,
3: this one's uh, one of my own, and it speaks the budget process. That once you put a dollar sign in front of a number, it no longer has to follow normal mathematical properties. And we'll see a lot of that in these last three weeks as they bring that $100 billion plus budget home. That's all we have for you this week.
2: Tune in next week for another episode of Fackish. Fack out.